Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic host of Bachelor Nation News, and it's Thursday, the 23rd of February, and this is Bachelor Rush Hour. Alrighty, how's everybody doing out there in Bachelor Nation land? I hope you're doing fine. Maybe you're new to the Bachelor Rush, found us from maybe Jess and Evan's podcast, Your Mom and Dad Pod. Hello to all the new listeners out there. The Rush is an afternoon conglomeration of Bachelor news. Oh, what's that? Don't want to listen to an hour of Bachelor happy hour where Michelle gets one word in and Becca scrambles to talk about content? Well, that's okay. I'll pull together the day's clips all for you. And that's what we do on this channel. Do me a favor, follow me and hit the like button, uh, subscribe, whatever uh, podcast app you listen on. If it's on your iPhone, make sure to go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a generous and positive review if you feel the desire. So thank you guys all so much. A lot to get into today. Reality Steve actually mentions a little bit about the next Bachelorette, uh, the overlapping of filming. Uh, Plus, I, uh, as promised, was going to share with you guys a quick clip from last Wednesday's stand-up comedy show with Katie Thurston. We had a live uh, Q&A that happened after. In fact, I think we pretty much crushed the intro. I'm going to share that with you guys momentarily. Uh, And also a few non-Bachelor stories we'll get to. And our featured clip of the day is Clayton Eckerd on the She's All Batch podcast describing the Tic Tac accusations from 2022. Probably the most fascinating uh, uh, gossipy story where Clayton had to prove his location was in Scottsdale, Arizona uh, because there was an accusation in New York City that he was cheating on his girlfriend. Actually, the person in New York claimed he was married, so she didn't really know what she was doing. But Clayton calls her out, calls her a liar, and shares uh, his opinion on being the center of attention. So, so much to get into. We're going to start right now. Let's start with Reality Steve explaining on today's episode of his podcast, reality steve podcast um what's going to be going down with the bachelorette filming as we are going to be entering a little bit of an overlap all right let's have a listen to reality steve go check out his full podcast wherever you listen to podcasts knowing that we now know the end date of where we have to get to when the season ends and where next monday the 27th is well they're gonna have to double up at some point because you still have the episode next week in Estonia, you still have Budapest, you still have hometown dates, you still have overnight dates, you still have to do a Women Tell All episode, and you still have to have the finale. And And apparently the Women Tell All episode will be airing this Friday, or I'm sorry, recording this Friday night, so I'm sure we're going to have a lot of content to get to there. We'll have to see if Greer gets that apology Nick Vial is hoping for from Zach Shellcross. Thailand. So next Monday is the 27th, of February, right? Was it 27th? Sure. Yeah. And then the finale is a month later. So from the 27th to the other 27th is only one, two, three, four, five. That's five Mondays. Well, there's six episodes that still need to be covered. So clearly they have to double up at some point. The thing about Monday's episode being uh, the finale being on the 27th is it's really making it seem like they are going to start this season of filming The Bachelorette before Zach's season is done airing. It makes no sense to me. They've never done that in 19 seasons. But I have been hearing that they are going to start filming around the seven, the weekend of March 17th. And as we know, the show started three weeks late this year, but uh, that doesn't mean it's going to push back uh, production schedules for future seasons. Now, granted, that could change. Maybe all this stuff is new. 
and they're going to push that back. But it always made sense, obviously, to have the Bachelorette filming start after the Bachelor finale. So I guess we're going to either get spoiled on who the next Bachelorette is, and if that's the case, will it not be one of the top one, two, or three people because they can't start filming the Bachelorette uh, and spoil the season, although they've done this in the past. They've done this. Who was the most recent Bachelorette they did this with? I'm trying to remember. Was it Michelle's season? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I believe it was. I believe they announced her as the Bachelorette before um, Matt James' season had, had even ended. I could be wrong. I might have the wrong case there, but either way, it'll be fascinating to see how that all plays out. In another bachelor news here and again uh, reality steve says they do have the bachelorette but he doesn't know who it is and we'll find that out when we get there in other news here we have lecca from this uh, this season of the bachelor if you remember she was a contestant who licks licked zach's ears i have a full 15 minute long story about this on the youtube channel right now uh, but just to give you the spark notes version she posted some controversial or i guess it shouldn't be controversial but maybe maybe it will be taken that way instagram stories where she said let's put an end to this discussion if zach was black or asian y'all really th- still believe he would have been chosen to be the bachelor this season out of everybody and of course i think that's a leading question and the answer is no zach was chosen because he fits a demographic that plays to probably the widest um uh, audience if you're just looking at color of the skin which i don't think we should do i think we should be more diverse on the show i think we should promote um diversity not just amongst contestants but on the lead of the show the person who gets the full story uh the way the bachelor has kind of always operated is that up until Rachel Lindsay and Matt James, they just had a white lead and they would sprinkle diversity, dare you call it token, because it's token in the sense, not that the people are token, but that their kind of placement on the show is to check off a box. And I think that's just a psychopathic way that the Bachelor producers uh, have dealt with uh, not wanting to ruffle feathers, you know? And again, I'm not saying I agree with this. This is what they have done. They have cast a white lead and that this is the same reason why they haven't cast... Uh, um, any uh, diversity of size or other types of diversity as far as like, you know, it's only only rarely do they cast someone who might have, um I don't know, and, and not like a, a, a hearing impairment. You just don't see it too often where the show goes away from a straight, able-bodied white person. And the question is, is it because on their marketing level, they don't want to, I don't know, rile feathers with the segment of audience that thinks the show's going too woke? I, I personally don't agree with that. Um, But you do have to think that the show probably is making what they consider to be the safest decisions. But in 2023, is it still safe to do that? Or will they continue to get backlash and boycotts and people moving to other shows like um, the new show uh, Perfect Match on Netflix, which has tons of diversity? And is it the issue of, because it seems to be the biggest issue is that the lead is never diverse. And of course, um, Lekka calls it out. She says on Matt James season, uh, let's see what she says right here. Uh, Hold on one second. I'm getting to what she said. She said the one person of color who was lead in 20 plus years of the show, conveniently only in the midst of the height of the Black Lives Matter movement, he was ex-Division One athlete, started his own charity, helping kids in need that he was very active in and had to have an absent father and arguably have a big presence and personality from the get go to even get considered to be the bachelor and Lekka's not wrong here she's not wrong that that why is the only um, male lead that has been diverse how come he has to be like literally the the biggest hero they could you know what I mean like he's really so great and yet when it comes to some of these other guys they just cast kind of a chumpy guy well 
Again, those are the questions to be asked, and we'll see where they go moving forward, but it is fascinating. In that same video, which I'm just giving you the SparkNotes version, we talked about um, other areas where representation is important, and it helps build empathy within the community and the country at large. And one of those instances is the unfortunate protesting that is happening right now at a new Broadway show starring Ben Platt. They, uh, he said it's ugly and scary, the display that's a reminder of why they're making this Broadway show in the first place, a retelling of the story of the lynching of Leo Frank, a Jewish businessman in Georgia who back in the day was accused of terrible crime he was exonerated and then was publicly lynched. And then after that, um, you know, there's been a books, obviously, and they've, they're making this new play. Well, what has happened, and I'll share just a clip with you guys, is that a, the National Socialist Movement, a neo-Nazi hate group, is protesting outside of the Broadway revival of Parade, stating that Leo Frank, the subject of the musical, was a pedophile, which, of course, has been wide, widely debunked. But here's just a quick clip of these protesters in the heart of New York City, which is the literally the main artery of the soul of the United States of America, where diversity and melting pots of color and uh, ethnic origin and race and religion, it is just where we all get to bump elbows. It is such a pure and beautiful place if you've ever lived there. If you visited there, it's a different story. Uh, tourism, it's like, look, you're only getting the um, skid mark of New York if you're in Times Square. But to live there and to see the this go down, it's really just unsettling. Have a listen. And the cops are chasing after these protesters here. And look, there's only a couple people, so you hate to even uh, comment on this because it is still like a fringe small group, but there is a rise in hate crimes. There is a rise in anti-Semitism. And part of it comes from, um, again, anti-Semitism is a completely different issue, but part part of the issues we have with our culture is lack of representation and that diversity that we don't see on the show. So we see it from certain cast members, uh, but there could always be an improvement to get people uh, in positions of power on the show, which would be casting and producers, to look at the love stories of people that come from different places. And not just, you know, literally we have two women on this season that were in the same sorority at Ole Miss. <laughs> like, are they really trying this hard to find people from different edges and corners of the of the country? Seems like an honest and fair question to ask, and that's what we do on the podcast here. We bring Bachelor news and social issues, and we just do a little bit of a deep dive on it. And in a different story, we can make a hard left turn here. Uh, as I mentioned before, I had uh, uh, featured, uh, or headlined, I guess you could say, a, a sold-out stand-up show this past Wednesday. I will have the full clip of my set, my 30-minute set. I'll have that up on the Patreon if anyone wants to go watch that full clip, patreon.com slash Dave Neal, P-A-T-R-E eon.com slash d-a-v-e-n-e-a-l link in the comment section for that i'll have my set but what i can't do is post the full q a because the tea was piping hot and i got to get it approved by katie and this and that but i what what i will do right now is share the intro my introduction of her and then we'll jump into uh playing a clip for you guys of the start of the q a have a listen to my introduction of katie as she took the stage for the q a we did at our sold out show in san diego it's a no for me, and that's my time. Thank you guys all so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, if we cheer loud enough, we're going to get Katie Thurston back on this stage for a Katie Thurston tell-all. Let's make some noise. 
Let's hear her in the back. Can we get Katie Thurston on the stage? Ladies and gentlemen, Katie Thurston, everybody! I, I met Katie and Blake when they were together the same weekend that, um, that Tasha and Zach were in New York. And the same weekend that Claire and Dale Moss were in New York. And look how, I think my wife and I just put a curse on all of them. I did tell Dave, I said, you are no longer allowed to meet my like future boyfriends, fiancés, because you have ruined my relationship. Yeah. He's met John, he's met Blake. And Greg Rippo, so here we are, folks. You gotta come through me before you come through her. Okay, that's weird. That's all right, folks, there you go. There you have it. A quick cliff into the glimpse of the off the rails conversation that we had on stage in front of a sold out crowd at Mike Drop, Mike Drop Comedy. I'm actually recording this episode of Bachelor Rush Hour a little early today. I'm recording it at 930 in the morning. I've got to run to the dentist. I planned the dentist on the same day. I've got a show in San Diego. That's right. I'm back in San Diego. I hadn't done a show there in a year and a half, and now I'm doing two shows in the same week. So I'm in San Diego tonight, Thursday, February 23rd, if you're in the area. I'll be performing at a place called Pacific Beach Comedy or Pacific Beach Backyard. Either way, go to my Instagram at dneals if you want to come. It'll be a fun show. Uh, we'll probably have some Bachelor alumni there and come hang out, mingle, and laugh. As always, some very funny comics on that show. All right, well, let's get into it. Speaking of talented people, Stephanie um, and Jackie, the co-hosts of the She's All Batch podcast, had Clayton Eckerd on their show to discuss the TikTok allegations. We'll catch you all up in this clip full video on youtube have a listen all right so i'm going to share this clip from the she's all batch podcast do me a solid give them a follow on youtube uh, check out these clips they do a good job of producing them i'm going to share that for you in a second but here's how the story went down we had uh, initially a tiktoker claimed she had uh, hooked up with clayton in new york city he had to prove that he was actually in Arizona. It was wild. How to access your significant locations. So he puts together this thing and literally shows people how he how he proved his innocence. The location. Yeah, I was trying to find a location here, just so I know. You never know. No wait, you gotta give me the security. Do I do my FaceTime? No, hold on. So he's with Blake Horstman, showing him how to turn your location services on. And if it weren't for this timestamp, people might have believed that it was actually him. Of course, we uh, we also had the initial allegation here on the top left was a TikTok video ex- hashtag exposed. So I think I just ended the Bachelor's marriage last night. I had no idea. WTF? Now this person who we talked to probably had no idea what she was dealing with, thinking it would blow. You know. Either she was either it was complete fan fiction or a guy catfished her pretending to be Clayton. She showed security footage and it uh, it was just a stocky tall guy. Clayton's way bigger than her. But of course, Sa- uh, her name is Sashi. She um, had messaged Susie that she was confused, but shared that she actually had the information. I DM'd you before I made the TikTok. I wasn't even sure about posting it then. I just wanted you to know, and I'm just as confused as you and don't know what's going on. So she played real dumb damsel in distress, which she might have been. And then Susie goes, why would you post that TikTok if you weren't sure? Message me. So Susie was actually at a wedding. Susie was at a, uh, working at a wedding when all of this went down, and now let's finally hear Clayton's side on the She's All Batch podcast, hosted by Jackie and Stephanie. They do a fantastic job. Have a listen. The opportunity to talk to you and didn't ask you about this one real-life story. We call the story Fake Clayton. There was a scandal 
And yeah. it just was yeah. like the girl that claims that she slept with you. You spoke to her in real life because you got her to, like, she apologized and everything. Can you tell us, like, what happened behind the scenes? Yeah, so this is funny. I, I don't, I've only shared this privately because I, at first I was like, I don't know how people will take this, but it's it's not as stigmatized as it used to be. So uh, actually, I um, that night I was sitting by myself. I had just taken an edible. So I was like, I had had an edible. I, I ate. Some, I had some pizza, of course. Everyone knows I love pizza. Which, by the way, he's saying he doesn't know if it was stigmatized. I believe he means the actual eating and eating of an edible, which is ridiculous. If that may be stigmatized, because there is no better way to enter your evening than five to ten milligrams and melting into your pillow. I just have to say that I would sponsor some edibles here if I could, but I don't think that's a YouTube approved. So mm-hmm. I ordered some pizza. I had the TV turned on. And then all of a sudden I'm like just scrolling on social media and I see like this video pop up and it's this girl and she's like, I was just with this former bachelor um, and we hooked up and apparently he's with somebody. And I look at it. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, who, who? And I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm totally captivated. And they're like, and all of a sudden they're like, where is she from? And people like, she's in New York. And I was like, oh my gosh, Matt James is in New York. I was like, no, like. Matt, he's such yeah, a good- speculating everyone, you know, for the first few hours of this TikTok scandal, no one knew who it was before she dropped Clayton's name. Matt James, who's in New York? Everyone's looking at flight plans, data, pilot Pete. Dude, there's no way like that he did this. And so I'm like in it. I'm like with everybody else. I'm just like, <laughs> I was like, who is it? I was like, I think Peter, Peter Weber was in New York at some point, one point two. And I was like, is it Peter? Like, and so I'm there with everybody else. I'm scrolling and I'm just like, my mind is racing. I'm like, who is it? And I'm just refreshing. And then all of a sudden they're like, give us the tea, t- sis, who is it? And then she said, it's Clayton. And I remember I was like, I was at that point, the edible was pretty powerful. So I was like wiping my eyes. I was like, no, like, am I, am I actually seeing this? Is this my real name? Or is like, am, or, or is the weed kicking in too much? And I'm like thinking that this is my name. So I thought I was like projecting my name onto the screen. And so I was like, no, this is, this is not true. And then all of a sudden I started getting, you know, they say too, if you're going to do drugs, make sure a scandal doesn't break out in your name while you're doing them added. It was just like, ding, 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 Clayton, 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 Clayton. Then I started getting text messages and I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually happening. Like I'm not, I'm not imagining this. This is legitimately happening right now. So I panicked of course, because I'm like sitting here and I was like, how, She's and then all like, and then all of a sudden she's she's like oh this happened last night I was like I was at the gym last night like I I'm in poor Clayton right this was during the the height of people bashing him after a season ended you know he went back with Susie this and that no and then all of a sudden he's at the gym working on himself doing glutes maybe it's leg day curls for girls his girlfriend's out there working so he's just minding his own business and then this drops on his doorstep oh pray for Clayton I'm in Scottsdale like I'm not in New York and so I'm trying to make sense of this well then it hits me that I'm like this girl's just lying she's just flat out lying um, because I, I, at first I thought like she was confused and then I'm like, no, she legitimately is just lying. Like she's just choosing me. Um, I don't know. I was like, was, I was like, she probably looked at my Instagram. So I didn't posting the night thing the night before come to find out this girl had done this before to an NFL athlete. Apparently she had like done this whole th- spiel before, 
um, yeah. like accused an NFL athlete of cheating. He never did, but it gained her a bunch of followers. And, and sure enough, she gained like 5,000 followers from this whole experience. Mm. And I was trying to get her account. Back. This is our first time finding out that Clayton calls her a liar. Of course, I personally didn't believe her, but I talked to her and she played dumb. And I think some people, I mean, she was like, honestly, like 20, 21. I feel like some people can just lie and think they can get away with it because there's no proof otherwise. But like the bullshit meter on the story was insane. Sane. And when the audience found out that Clayton was in Arizona, they turned on her and they turned on her fast. And I think she got a dose of like reality and consequences. Banned. Because I was like, the only way you're going to learn is if you, if you get your account banned, because you clearly only care about clout and, and followers. So like, let's teach you a good lesson of getting your account banned. <laughs> it didn't happen, unfortunately. I was like, that's all I want from it. But um, it was very, yeah, I was like panicking. And so I, I thank the Lord. I, I and within my thoughts as I'm digging deep in my head of like, how do I show people that I was not in New York? And then I was like, oh my gosh, location services. Like I remembered I saw some video way back when I was like, location services, go on your phone and it'll show you where you were at. And so I, I went on my phone. Sure enough, like 8:30 p.m., I'd hit the gym in, in Scottsdale. So I was like, oh my gosh, like thankfully I had the receipts because otherwise people would have just piled on. And it would have been like one more thing. People like, see, we knew this guy sucked. And here's further proof that he sucks. Um, and so I, I posted that out there. She tried to double down and say, yeah. um, she was like, no, he was here at 1.30. And then at that point, she started making herself not look too too intelligent. Because I was like, do the math, okay? It takes four hours, like a four-hour flight or longer, four and a half hours to get there. Plus the time zone changes of like two hours at that at that point. So I was like, that's a six hour time difference. So you said you met me at 1 a.m. If I would have got on a private jet right at 830, right second I stepped out of the gym and went there, I wouldn't mm -hmm. have gotten there until 230 at the earliest. So I was just like, your story is ridiculous. This is over. Everyone saw that. And that was that was the end of it. But yeah, that was Good thing I have now, now my location services are absolutely on. And I think I clicked it to where like they're instead of just like doing once a day, I have it where it's like it's tracking me nonstop. Yeah. But again, the like, fact that it came up on your for you page is like not something I expected. I assumed like because you're like high scrolling, not thinking anything. And the fact that you were trying to follow the saga, like everyone else trying to figure out who it was, we were trying to figure out who it was. Yeah. And then you're like, oh shit, it's me. All right. So the fact that Clayton here got calls. Sashi a liar is the most interesting part. Um, she uh, said, uh, Bachelor Clayton Catfish victim, hateful DM sent to her from Moms of Bachelor Nation. Moms are tearing me apart. She didn't understand the consequences. So Clayton went out of his way to defend her, fully knowing she was lying. Um, we have the security footage that we showed here. Uh, you can go back in all the past videos. This is all from 10 months ago. It's fascinating stuff. She had footage of a guy leaving her place. Could she have really believed believed he was on The Bachelor. The the fact that we never found out who this guy was, I mean, honestly, this guy could have been like, I never told her that. She's lying through her teeth, but we have no idea. And to call somebody a liar is something we don't want to do in today's age. We want to believe people when they tell a story. Sadly, sadly, TikTok and other forms of social media give people an incentive to lie. It used to be, why would somebody lie? What are they going to get out of it? Well, as Clayton has proved, her lying or a misinterpreting of the story or whatever, or, and it's also like, 
and there's there's no excuse for you know being catfished or taken advantage of. But when someone is 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 running around town, uh, potentially trying to put people in these situations that that could wreck their relationships, uh, that could lead to self harm. You know, being mischaracterized and have someone lie about you is probably one of the worst things that can happen to you, aside from something physical. The psychological damage that can come from being mischaracterized, and again, ever there's a ton of other issues that could happen to you. By all means, Clayton's fine, but it's a real, real look at the toxicity that can exist online. Rather than talk to Susie privately, find out that Clayton wasn't there, and nip it on the bud, she wanted to get that story out, uh, you know, and then don't ask permission, apologize later type of deal. And she did. She apologized later. But it was just fascinating if we just look at some of the different pieces of content here that we had. I mean, we made tons of videos on this topic. It went back and forth. Um, let me see if I can find the clip here of her apologizing. Hold on here. It's of that, uh, that whole is a podcast that's very open about female sexuality. Hold on one second, folks. So she's she, she made a whole bunch of videos. We don't want to even uh, promote her. I'm still in college. I'm not a super popular TikToker. Although all the articles are calling me a TikTok star. Sorry, what? But I am really disappointed at the abundance of DMs I'm getting from moms who are just tearing me apart. So if she was lying, now she would be playing the victim afterwards. Do you understand? She... And again, like we said, maybe there's a chance there was actually the security footage of a guy who claimed to be Clayton. But so far, the story kind of just disappeared after that. Um, you know, the story disappeared and I spoke to her personally. And to be quite honest, you can speak to someone and still not believe what they're saying. Uh, very interesting. Ten months later to uh, return to this story, Clayton Eckerd calling his uh, TikTok accuser a flat out liar. Uh, Clayton needs an edible sponsorship for this uh, because what a wild story. Well, if anything else, it's a fascinating story and a cautionary tale to just not throw out crazy lies like that. Or maybe she was catfished. But either way, if I were her, if I were catfished, I would go to the ends of the earth to prove that I was catfished to take the blame off of me being a liar. But the fact that she never pursued this story any farther made me feel like she was in the wrong. But of course, these are uh, just judgments of opinions here, and we're going to leave her alone. I think she might have learned her lesson. Uh, but either way, there'll be another person who makes a stupid accusation. We just need to remember when there's clout involved on social media, we need to think twice about their motivations. All right, folks. Well, that's going to be it for me on today's episode of Bachelor Rush Hour. I appreciate all the support, and thank you for all the comments, ratings, reviews, sharing with your communities, your Facebook circles, all those different groups. I appreciate all of the support. If anyone shares the podcast on Instagram and tags me, D Neal's in it, I will reshare it. I appreciate all that love. Until tomorrow, I'm Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour. Bachelor Rush Hour.